0: Welcome to the Pathways to Profitability podcast, personal tales of business success, where we hear local business owners' personal stories of their trials and tribulations that got them to where they are today. Here's your host, Cheryl Mucha, CEO of CFO Your Way. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We're gonna switch things up a little bit today, and we're gonna talk about Are you running your business or is your business running you? Our special guest today is Michelle Millard from EOS Worldwide. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. So you've been a guest on the podcast prior, so our audience should know a little bit about you, but why don't you just give a smidget of your background just to refresh their memories? Yeah, I've been a professional EOS implementer for three years. Uh, it has been a fantastic journey. I help
1: organizations and owners get what they want from their business providing them with vision, traction, healthy environments. So everybody crystal clear on the same page, knowing where they're going, how they're gonna get there, how they're gonna execute on that with accountability and discipline. And then having healthy teams, it's so much more fun when we have healthy teams. And I just love watching the journey they're on. It's actually an honor for me. That's how I really feel about it. I just facilitate the room. Um, I'm not a true consultant in that respect. We're just facilitating the EOS uh, model through them. And just to watch them grow, I had a session yesterday and it was just absolute joy
0: and pride. Yeah, it is, is fun to see the transition in you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, mm-hmm. and making their life more livable. Yes. And that's kind of what we're going to talk that's, about today. So, exactly, you know, so many business owners, their business is running them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not easy. I mean, been there, done that, know what it is. Right. And how do you get past that point where the business is running you to the business kind of running itself? Right. There's lots of, lots of statistics out there. Um, you want to start touching on some of those, those facts and figures just for the audience. For sure. No,
1: for sure. And and I'll make sure I'm just,
0: I'm glancing down a little
1: bit just to make sure I get them proper. But, uh, so 40% of small business owners actually skip vacation, meaning they have an invested intention and they actually skip it. They just cancel it and move on. 57% of them don't even take a vacation and I think the one thing to learn and think about now is also re- understanding that startups just getting in your first five years it's in statistics is even less than that right and so that is the biggest thing that we have to think about and I think there's grace that we need to show uh, and understand if you're in that journey in the very very beginning that it is tough right there you have to make money it is um, you know businesses make it or break it in the first five years so we I know Cheryl and I recognize that that journey for your first five years may look a little bit different than what we're talking about today, but the bigger picture of all of that is you still got to take it. You got to find time, and we're going to touch on that and what that really is about, um, and really making sure that that is uh, something that you actually schedule first. Uh, And I think, you know, I'm sure Cheryl, I haven't heard it yet, but Cheryl's probably had a person on here about personal fitness, right? Right. You've got to go take care of yourself first. The business can't run without you. Put your mask on the plane first before you help others. All of these things are the biggest themes for this. And we just can't not take vacations. You know, I think the other one that I thought was really, really fantastic is 85% take a vacation, yet they're still checking in. Right. Every single day there's a check-in, there's a, right. And so I just think it's tough. There's 15, 15% have told that they fought just
0: completely disconnected. Disconnect That's it. Yeah. And, and realizing what the cost of mm-hmm. not having that me time, that family time, yes. that time to be able to step away Yes. and live life. And live life. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very important.
1: And I think the one thing that we don't think about is, now, I should actually say we don't think about it. We think about it a lot. We just don't internalize it, is you have to take time to stay clear and stay focused and stay, like you just need that. There's, I mean, there are times, right? We're recording this in the time of CPA time, right? Every taxes right. are due. And they're running a hundred miles an hour. So there's seasons to it, right? right. But, but I know for a fact that, I, I know for mine, she's gone for three weeks after it's all done, like right between before business taxes have to get filed and personal tax, right? All of that.
0: And it's scheduled in every single year, every single year it's planned. Right. And right? it's so important because when we burn out, because we don't stop, we're running at 110 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. What is the cost of that to the business, okay. especially if you're not prepared for that, that period of burnout and, and having to be away from the business. Right, no,
1: and I think it's
0: too, um, it's the burnout
1: for you, but it's the cause and effect that you have on your staff and realizing yeah. that I'll speak up, I've done it, uh, that I get snippy right i mean i'm just tired i'm burnt out and so then I'm, I'm not confident in my decisions because i'm just like reacting i'm not casting a vision i'm not cutting loose i'm not spending the time in the world of us we call them clarity breaks right a vacation is a long clarity break and and you need that time to just let go and it is amazing i don't know how you are cheryl but windshield time i spent a lot in the car a little bit and so i I have my best thoughts at windshield time. I have my best thoughts, s- sadly or weirdly in the shower and yep. at two in the morning, that's not good, right? I'm not probably letting go right. of me, but all of those things, right? And so how do we just schedule time to make sure we do that? And you can easily do that on a
0: vacation. Exactly. Right? And you know, I, I just wanna go back to the point you made about like you get snippy with your team or you're not, you're, you're not presenting your best self or whatever. Your team, your employees, they pick up on that and may take it personally. So it can really affect that that relationship. And you, unfortunately, people may make the choice to walk out the door because they don't feel... Like they're being treated the way they should be.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know it's gonna my head was going there too. Is, is you you do lose and you're gonna lose great people.
0: Exactly. It, it's not just you're not
1: gonna lose the ones that are kind of B or C players. They're gonna be like, oh whatever, I'll just weather the storm. It's their MO, right? It's kind of the all, right. they're all those great people. It'll just be like, I'm not being treated well. And and honestly, you're modeling what they think you expect. So that might not be the case, right? But if you are a workaholic, then even though you bring a culture and it's very, maybe very apparent in your core values and all of those things that that is not what you're asking for and not obviously what you're doing, but you're modeling that, right? And so we always joke about in the world of EOS is be a good parent. That right. is what you are, right? And so how do we model that to be a good parent and show people that time off is very
0: important to you as well as an owner? So as an owner, how do we prepare? And I know it's it doesn't happen overnight. We need to prepare over the long term. But what are some of the things that business owners can do to not only prepare to be out of the office for a week and disconnected for a week, but to have the confidence in their team mm-hmm. to know that their business is in good hands? Cuz our business is our baby, right? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, no, no, no. And our baby's not ugly. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about like, what are those things? Some of them are easy. Some of them Mm. are harder. Some of them take a longer period of time to accomplish, but what are some of those things that you would recommend to business owners?
1: Yeah. The thing that I would share the most is progress over perfection. Right. So just m- make a baby step. I think that we think, OK, I'm going to cut loose and I'm going to do 12 weeks of vacation. Right. It, it, it doesn't work. You're not set up to necessarily go from zero to a thousand. The only thing is main to do that is, you know, 100 is a Maserati really quickly and fun. But you can't really just do that. Right. And so just take baby steps. Right. So if you have never unplugged for an entire day, meaning that you've been on vacation, but you check in every single day, take one day and unplug. My plea to you is, and we'll talk about this. And I know Cheryl will will dive into it more, but my plea to you is don't check in. And then what's going to happen if you have what we call right people, right seat, watch them soar. Like sometimes we think that it will all crumble. And then when we finally do that, we're like, it didn't crumble. It's still standing. I have four walls still up. I have happy customers. I have happy employees. Everything got in out on time, right? So sometimes we think that we need to be there. Uh, And so that would be my first step is kind of more a mindset of why do you really need to be there, right? And there's a great quote, uh, and I I do wanna read this, uh, that Cheryl and I joked around about, about is, if your business cannot run without you, then you really don't own the business you own a job, right? And I just think that that is so powerful to stop and think about that. And and I'll read it again really quickly. It says, if your business cannot run without you, then you really don't own a business, you own a job. And so Write that down, take a little soul search on that one, and then really feel like, what did you, what, how did you, why did you do this? Why did, it's all about passion for us as entrepreneurs. And so we have a passion to help or a passion to solve or a passion to win. Whatever it is that why we did it is get back there. And then Cheryl, I, I don't, I'm not want to try to steal the thunder and kind of take this journey on there. But what are we not letting go? Why are we not letting go of it? What processes need to be written? Like there's a lot of steps to do it, but all of those steps that we can talk about and I hope we do talk about tactically, but tactically will never happen if
0: your mind isn't there as a business owner. Right. Right. So, and it's, it's planning, it's, Mm. it's writing things down. We talk all about with our clients, all about SOPs and having processes on paper, you know, and it's not only, it's not only the comfort for the business owner, of course, but what if the person that's in that seat, all of a sudden isn't in that seat. For no fault of anyone's, tra- unfortunately, life happens. Tragedies happen in life. Lotteries right? happen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh. <laughs> what happens if one of your key people is here today and not here tomorrow? Correct, yeah,
1: yeah. And and, and what's the backup plan for that, right? So exactly. let's use that. You are the key person. Right. So what happened, I mean, As business owners, the lottery present doesn't probably excite us as much because, again, it's our passion project, right? And so if it's, you know, 50,000, we're like, yeah, thanks. But, right, it's not like we're taking off, right? And so it's very different for every different people, but using it proverbially, right? Of the, you know, kind of winning the lottery, there is a proverbial bus, not good. But how do you start doing that, right? And so here's a suggestion is... You know, when you take that one day off, let's just test it and see how it goes. And then what, what maybe does go wrong, right? And let's just learn from it and let's document it. And then let's get teams together and talk about it, discuss it. What was the root cause? What was happening? So my first question to anything that kind of goes a little bit of awry is, was there a process written? If the answer is yes, was the process followed? If the answer is yes again, then process is wrong. Right. So then if you back it up and say, was there a process written? Yes. Was it followed? No. Why not? Because you might have a people problem because the process is wrong. So just even taking that and if you can do this and all about this is, you know, again, progress over perfection is building up to a week long vacation. You can't just say if you've been in it, literally taking no vacations or on vacations and checking in every single day to flipping the switch to 12 weeks without touching base. Your systems aren't there. Right. And sad to say, sorry for the reality check, your systems and processes aren't there. But that's the beauty of this is start now. And so you and I started this conversation by saying, Hey, what what happens if we talk about this? I didn't want to talk about this in May and June. I wanted to talk about this now. I mean, some people, you know, we're recording this might even be on spring break and having these same feelings. I'm not sure when it'll get launched, right? But it's the same thing. So how do we how do we talk about this so that your summer vacation, the whole month of August? I can't tell you there are 649 implementers around the world. And I would say 20% of them take the whole month of August off, right? The entire month of August off, no checking in. Now, another tool, they have executive assistants. They have virtual assistants, whatever you want to call them, team, whatever, whatever, right, whatever that is, but they have people keeping things together, but they have articulated the process so they can go. Right.
0: Right. And that's, you know, that goes back to having the right people in the organization that you, you trust. They know what needs to be done when, how, where, Mm -hmm. but uh, back to your point of it needs to be documented, Mm -hmm. like start today, just right. Jotting it down. And then over time it formulates, right? Yes. Well, and I think jotting it down too. And so
1: sometimes people will jot it down thinking it's Right and then hand it off to somebody. So now you have to have the plan of who's going to take over doing what, right? So if I'm going to have my, I have a virtual assistant. So if I'm going to have her answer all my emails while I'm gone, I'm not going to touch them unless it's hair on fire. And it's like literally a box. It'll say hair on fire. Right. So I'm not going to touch them. So I need to understand what that process looks like. So I may think I know I hand it to her and I say, What's not right with this? What's not clear, right? right. So that's another way to do it, a little checks and balances. Again, think what you think it is, but then give it to the person that needs to do it, have them do it for a period of time while you're still there, right. To catch them, to, to help them, write What, however you're phrasing from that, and then be able to, by the time you leave, that that thing is seamless. They have all right. their right? Cause if you just give it two weeks before and say, here, do this,
0: Right there's, there's no, no time to There's no time, there's no time yeah, to No heat time on. to vet it. Yeah, that it is a great. Yeah. Paper. Yeah, cuz I I know for me and for many years it was all up here. <laughs> yes. Right? And it all makes sense when it's up here, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everything's moving, everything's shaking, everything's going great. Really? And then when you take it from here and put it put mm-hmm. it on paper like <laughs> Oh. <No. laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, well, yeah, it looks like I can get from point A to point B, but there's three points in between there that are really critical that need attention. And sometimes we're so close to the process, we actually forget we actually do those things. Exactly. Right?
1: And so when you say do payroll and it looks like this, there's right. a step in there that you might have to actually fund the 401k that you've yeah. forgotten. Or make
0: sure there's cash in the the bank account uh, for the payroll company to draw. Right. Right. No,
1: for, exactly. But we just, we are so close to those processes sometime and we can do it in our sleep, uh, right. especially as owners. We did, we, we started the company on the backs of our on the backs of our backs, right? On our all backs. Right. And we did it all. And so when you're starting to grow and hand that off and then ultimately getting to the point where us is how do you go and enjoy your time off? This is all what it's about is that you have to kind of let go of the vine. That's the thing we have in EOS is just letting go of the vine. Right. But it's not just like, we right? You, you set yourself up for failure, the company up for failure and the person that you're trying to empower um, up for failure. And I think that's another thing, Cheryl, if you don't mind me having a little tangent on this one just think for a moment too like when you let go of the vine and you empower your staff to temporarily take something and you do it right and they're they absolutely have the right skills and you know aptitude right knowledge skills aptitude to do it it's empowering to them. They're like, oh my right. goodness, the owner trusts me to do this, this, exactly. and this. And so excited, And you'll watch them step up if they really want to. And it's not to please you. It's wired in their DNA exactly. to love what you just gave them and to run with it. And so I think right. we have to also think about that. Like as owners, I've definitely said to myself, it's just easier for me to do it. I can do right. it in
0: two seconds. It's Yeah, not- it's easier today to just do it yourself, but to invest that time in your people, mm-hmm. the long-term effect of that far outweighs the the time you're going to save today.
1: So far, so far. And then here's another thought to it: What happens if it never comes back to your plate? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've just delegated something they did so well, and now you're elevating your game to your greatest value in the organization. Right. They found something that they absolutely love and are great at. And it's like oh my goodness, right? And so we, we, we talk about this as kind of getting ready for vacation and how do you have time and do This is just fundamentally smart if you want to grow a business, if you want to scale that business, if you don't want to be the bottleneck. And so, but, but there's that too, right? So sometimes you're going to go and delegate it and then you're never going to get it back. And you can't be upset about that, Mr. Business Owner or Mrs. <laughs> business Owner, because that's what really you're striving for, even though you may not get there. I, I would challenge you that that's what you want.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and back to the mindset of the mm. person who is now empowered to take on that task, think about they're, they're more likely to be a long-term employee. Absolutely. Right. And
1: they may even come to you and be like, what's next? Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Like, how exciting would be be? Like, let me give you
0: this slice of the pie too, right? Do
1: <laughs> you want more? Do you want more? I mean, and then, not being funny, let's squirrel for a minute. And then how do I clone that?
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> how do I find more exactly. of that in my
1: business? But they're there. I really, really challenge uh, owners and and even managers. Like, if there's managers right. speaking, hearing to this, th- this doesn't apply just to the owners. You, you have as much power, if sometimes not more, depending on how big the organization is, to be able to create this culture of, uh, we call it delegate and elevate. So how do you delegate something to elevate your game? And then you elevate everybody's, right? I mean, it's not just you elevating and everybody else's, they're still coming up, right? So they're taking on more, they're taking on more, and then they're coming
0: to you and saying, give me more. Talk about elevation, right? Absolutely, yeah, and Mm. it just, we can talk about culture and all that, but it Mm -hmm. just brings all of that together Mm -hmm. to make the organization the place that everyone wants to be. Mm. Yeah. And then you start breeding a culture of accountability so that the culture
1: then is accountable to each other and you don't have to. And, oh, by the way, the point of this is you can go away and the team will hold each other accountable. So if something was supposed to be done from Sally to Jim, Jim's going to call Sally and say, you were supposed to, Michelle or Cheryl's gone. What are we doing to get this done? Not calling Michelle or Cheryl and saying, hey, Sally's not playing well in the sandbox. Right. Like that's not our place as owners. That that is not what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And so how do we do that? And again, it goes back to testing this. It's, you can't rip the bandaid off. Well, you could, I don't suggest it It might be, you might come back and have a lot of problems. Right. Right.
0: And that taking one day off turns into taking three days off turns into taking two weeks off. Yeah. And having that comfort and ability and knowing that your team is going to do what needs to be done, mm-hmm. and that they know what needs to be
1: done. Correct, and they may fix things and do things a little bit differently. And when you come back, be like, "How did it go?" And they're like, "Well, we figured out this. We did it this way, or we want to do it this." Way. And now you got better processes wow. and are things you get streamlined. I mean, so again, like go on vacation. <laughs> like if you have the right people, go on vacation and watch people soar. Right. And I think right. that's what kind of it is. You we don't sometimes think or know the power of our employees. Now again, if you don't have you know right people in the organization that this doesn't work and so the right. backup step to that is right maybe even before even the test run of of taking a day uh, is making sure of that so and i think the one thing cheryl that may be kind of the next step to this is as you try one or two days three or four days going back to putting your mask on first is as implementers i set my vacation for the whole year January 1. So I sit down with my husband and I said, what do we want to do? Where are we going? How does this look? Right? So we run on a Family vision traction organizer. So we have those for organizations, but I have a family plan. I know where we want to be in three years. I know what we need to solve this year. I need to know where we're going in ten years. What does that look like? Student, not our student loans, but kids' student loans paid off, or all those things in there. So I know very clearly where we are, and so I can say, okay, we're going to go skiing in Utah this week. We're going to go to Ireland in September. We're going, and I put them on my calendar first. My virtual assistant knows exactly when she can schedule my meetings and not meeting for the whole entire year. And so when my customers come in and want their days with me, we have session days. When they want that, she knows very clearly that's not an option right. to trump that. Right. Right. And so I guess that's a next step. Maybe I, I jumped too far, Cheryl. So my apologies. Yeah, no,
0: no. <laughs> but no, just o- along that line, it's it goes back to putting ourselves first. Yeah. And the importance of putting ourselves first and the whole thing falls apart if we can't be the best and bring our best to the, to the table every single day. Yeah and it's it's interesting um we are very busy
1: december january for our annual season sometimes february depending on how big the practices are and it is amazing just so it's planned that we all get together every february we had 509 of us in person uh in dallas and the energy even though we're all exhausted the energy the camaraderie the excitement the the replanning right the next quarter for us we, we run off weird little quarters but the next quarter for us, all of those things is, is how do you start to build a team that does that for them too? Right. right? Is how do we bring, and how do you work that around your vacations? Right. And so I'm going to take even one day, like, I know that my husband wouldn't love it, but if I got up one morning and said, Hey, I need to do my business clarity break, right? This is our family clarity break, but I need to spend four hours just mapping out the next quarter. Right. I mean, I have the luxury of not having to do it on vacation, but some implementers do because it's where they're clearest right? I mean, we just got four inches or five inches of snow uh, falling. So that's probably not somebody's clarity break. They want a beach and white and sand beaches and, you know,
0: now you're talking my language. I know I am right.
1: Water, right. And
0: that's where they get their
1: clarity break. I mean, go find your soulmate as far as where that finds it. Like usually for me, actually, it's actually in a parking lot overlooking some water. I find like Michigan, <laughs> I have a lot of water around me. Uh, and so if I need to find it in the morning, I get up in the morning and I go there. It's, my clarity breaks every Sunday morning and I'll go to where I live right on Lake Michigan. And so I'll drive over there and sit there and be like, you know, I usually contemplate nothing for about a half hour and right. then it all starts flowing. So
0: so what would your number one recommendation mm-hmm. be to our listeners to get started, to be able to take that time away from there? their baby, their business?
1: I would say the first step uh, is your mindset. You've just got to understand that it's the greater good. It's what you should be doing. Now, again, if there's anybody on here in your first three years of business, I get it. But keep keep driving for that, right? You started this business because you have a passion for it. And if you can no longer execute on that passion because you're burnt out, then it doesn't do any good. So that would be the first step is just really even taking an hour two hours on a Saturday and Sunday and said, I got to undo this. I've got to figure out how this is, is changing how you think about it, putting yourself first, putting the putting the long-term greater good business first and saying, as a leader of this organization, if I'm not clear on my vision and I'm not clear in the way our, I articulate that vision, then I cannot bring the whole team along. And so I think, recognizing that even if it's on a small scale for a day off to just have a clarity break and, you know, half the day, maybe just getting your mind wrapped around it and the other half literally going with family and getting out of the business uh, is really, really important. So that's what I would say is the first step, Um, because if you don't have it, 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 you can write the processes. You can do kind of the middle of our conversation today. You can do all those things, but if you're never going to let go, I guess it helps because there are processes, but if you're writing the processes for you to do them, Right. You already know. Yeah. It's baby steps. It is baby steps.
0: <laughs> and I know for myself in the last, I would say six months or so, maybe eight months now, mm-hmm. I've let go of a lot. And it has changed not only myself, but the right. business and the team as well. Right. Yeah. How did you, what was, I mean, if we have time,
1: what was your kind of, what was the
0: aha moment for you in that? The aha moment for me was I want to retire someday. <sighs> I mean, I take time away. I do. I totally disconnect. I'm gonna say, not. I mean, I went on a cruise last year, so I was kind of forced to totally disconnect. But as soon as we were on land, I was like, (laughs) "What's going on?" Right. But yeah, it's working towards that. Gotcha. Being able to retire and know that my baby CFO, Mm -hmm. your way, Mm -hmm. is in good hands. Mm. Yeah. That's again, what
1: are the baby steps to get us all there? I I do joke around with the companies that I work with and, and they'll say, oh, we're 20 years from retirement. And I said, good. So what's the plan? They're like, right. what do you mean? What's the plan? not I'm like, thinking about
0: it yet. Right. You
1: have to start a company with the end in mind. Exactly. Right. And so that's something for you guys to chew on as business owners is you need to know what the end looks like. Right. Um, and if you don't, I mean, maybe it's, you know, it is 20 years away, but is it, do you want to sell it? Do you want to give it to your kids? And exactly. oh, by the way, if your kids are two right now and you want to give it to your kids, they will be 22 uh, right. somewhere in that journey, have a conversation with them if they even want it. Right.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Anyway. So thank you, Michelle. There's so much more I know we can touch on, but our audience can reach out to you or I to you know, talk further uh, if any tidbit there is of interest of them. Um, happy to have those conversations, mm-hmm. but thank you so much for being here with me today and sharing your unbelievable wealth of knowledge. <laughs>
1: well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure. I'm honored to be uh, a guest on your podcast. It's fantastic. Thank you.
0: Thank you and enjoy the snow. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for beach time. For you enjoy the snow. <laughs> I'll take it. I, I live in the perfect state for me. <laughs> <laughs> and to our audience, thank you so much for listening in. Again, Michelle is just a wealth of knowledge and I'm sure more than happy to take the time to have individual conversations. Um, you can see all of our episodes at pathways to profitability.com. Check them out and have a wonderful day. That's it for today's episode of Pathways to Profitability. Remember to ask yourself, where can I pay my success forward today?